Praise the Lord, everybody. This is The Real Ephraim, Pastor Cervante Ephraim, and today we're going to be talking about the mental state or dealing with the mental state of security guards. Next on The Real Ephraim Podcast Show. You are listening to The Real Ephraim Podcast Show, where we deal with real people, with real situations, and serving a real God. Hosted by Pastor Cervante Ephraim. Please feel free to listen on all the major podcast platforms. And do not forget to subscribe and visit Spotify or therealephraimpodcastshow.com. Be sure to go and subscribe. This is the Real Ephraim Podcast live stream channel, where we deal with real people, with real situations, and serving a real God. I pray that you be blessed and hit the subscribe button so every time there's a new video aired or live stream, you will be notified and you do not want to miss an episode. In the meantime, check the links below. Podcast at anchor.fm slash The Real Ephraim Podcast Show. Email The Real Ephraim Podcast Show at gmail.com. If you can be a blessing, donations are accepted. Cash app Pastor Ephraim www.venmo.com slash Pastor Cervante Ephraim Website www.pastorcervanteephraim.com Praise the Lord, everybody. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you and I praise you for this time. Lord God, forgive us for our sins, everything that we said and did that was not right in your sight. Lord God, I ask that you will forgive us right now. Now, God, as we go into this, Lord God, word my mouth, give me what to say, God. Lord God, anoint my lips, Lord God. I don't want to say anything out of character. I don't want to say anything, Lord God, that's not right. Amen. So, God, I just pray you would anoint my mouth right now, God, in Jesus' name. Touch the person that's listening right now, Jesus, from the top of their head to the sole of their feet. Lord God, give them what they need and what they're going through right now. God, we give you all the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. So today we're talking about dealing with the mental state of security guards. Now, I've been a security guard for 24 years and counting. And let me tell you, I've been through some stuff. I've been through some issues. I've seen it. I've seen it, I've seen it, experienced it, you know, and still going through it because that's what I still do. (laughs) So, you know, it's not nothing new. You know, the Bible says there is nothing new under the sun. So, amen. There's nothing I haven't saw when it comes to security. Amen. So we're talking about the mental state because at the end of the day, The objective of the security guard is, you know what, I want to go home. I don't care if you're working in the dispensary. I don't care if you're working at a shopping mall. The whole objective is I want to go home. You know, I'm ready to knock these hours out and I'm ready to go home in spite of what I'm going through. Now, that's where the mental part come in at. Now, we as security, I can say we ask because I'm still I'm still bonded with my brothers. So and sisters. So we go through a lot, you know, and when we talk about dealing with the mental state, we, I'm talking about the responsibility of being a first responder and not getting recognized for it. Yeah, because 
we're on the front line. We're there. You know, we're the first point of contact. If something goes down, if something is about to happen or is happening, what is our main objective to observe and report? And we are the first persons that's there. So we're the first person that see it. And we have to let either the supervisor know if we have a supervisor or let the police know, like, look, something's going on. Something's happening, you know, and we're the first responders, you know, not taking any credit from the people that's fighting COVID-19, not taking no credit for them, but we're the first people to contact, you know, and let's be real about it. We're the first person to get sick <laughs> or we're the first thing, you know, if something happened, we're the first ones. Amen. So a lot of, a lot of, you know, security guards, they're a lot of, they're upset, you know, and I, they don't say it. But I see the expressions. They're upset because they work in graveyard shift. They work in swing shift and they have a employer they just don't like. You know, let's just keep it 100. Or they have somebody they just don't, you know, they ain't feeling that. Or they probably got some situations going on at home. We'll talk about that later. But the responsibility of being a first responder and not getting the credit for it, that's discouraging because you want to keep your security happy. Amen. You want to keep the people that got the bads going on happy because we're the first persons. When I say we, we're the first persons to get it. It's not about, you know, God forbid something happened. You know, we're the first person that the person going to come after. Amen. And as a first responder, we don't get no credit for it. You know, and is it upsetting? Yes, it is, because. We're out there putting our bodies and our minds on the line. We have to be, uh, as they say, vigilant and we have to be looking and professional because a lot of people, they come in there wherever the place of business is. They come in there on a whole different page. So we as security law enforcement, yes, I say law enforcement because that's who we are. You know, we're, we're like liaisons to the cops. We're the snitches. Yeah, we're the tattletales. So basically, we have to be recognized and we have to be credited for where credit is due. Now, if you're that type of person that just, you know, mess up your job or you just don't care, then that's on you. But I care, you know, and I would want to be recognized for whatever I do. Amen. Even if it's just a pat on the back or even it's a recognizer saying, you know what? Good job. Not no write up. So, you know, what I'm saying because you got a lot of people right now, supervisors, they get their little positions and they want to write everything up and write everything up and write everything up. They, you know, that's walking. Now, this is not a rant. No, it's not. It's just facts. We want to get be recognized as first responders, too. You know, and like I said, during this time, during COVID-19, we are in a place where security is scarce and security needs to be on the B's and Q's. We're wearing a mask. We're doing all the precautions that we need to do. And on top of all of that, we got families at home. We'll talk about that later. So our objective at work is basically to protect you, the client. And if you're not recognizing who is protecting you other than God, then uh, we got a problem because see, it's God that's keeping us and that's us keeping the client. Did you get that? It's God that's keeping us and us that's keeping the client happy. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? 
you can say, oh, why you want to, why you talking like that and why you upset? I'm not upset. I'm not upset about that. It's because, you know, I've been, you know, I've been in this game for a long time. I've been, I've been in a lot of people. I've been under a lot of people. God has blessed me. He's put me in positions. Amen. My prayer is that God put me in position to be a blessing and to receive a blessing. So I've been there. I was there. Amen. And like I said, we don't get the credit that we need. God gives us the see, let me tell you, it's like this. God gives us the credit because we allow we are alive and no hurt, harm, or danger has come our way. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. No hurt, harm, or danger has come our way. So oh, you know, we are happy and we are, you know, we we're we're, we're safe. But when it comes down to man, People always say, oh, I don't want man's approval. I don't want to be recognized by man because man approval is, is, you know, shady. Yes, it is. But every now and then, as an employer, as a client, show your guard some love because you never know what they're going through at home. Like I said, we're going to talk about that in the next segment. But you never know what the person is going through, the, the security guard is going through at home. And then on top of all that, if he's armed. Now, see, we act as a different ball game because in this arm world or in this world of being an armed security guard, having that thing on having a hammer on your hip is good. You know, it looks real good. Uh, some security, it makes them feel like they're bigger, bigger and it is that and the other. You know, they, they, they you know, some people do it like that, but it comes with a lot of responsibility that comes with a lot. And in order for you to have that hammer on your hip. Man, you got to be ready, you know, and one of those things by being ready is having your is make sure that the client has your back. Oh, my God. See, a lot of times in situations like that, if the armed security has to use it, he had to if he had to use his hammer nine times out of ten, the client does not have the security guards back and therefore it puts him in a position to now where he is going to be separated from his family he can't make the money he can make for his family he's just going to be oh my god and all this time i've been you know i'm just talking about i'm just putting myself in their shoes oh i've been with the company for x amount of years and they don't have my back see so it's very important client that we show our first responders uh, security love and it doesn't and you know what it, it, it can be as far as just giving them a tip out of your own pocket that will motivate a person to want to come to work the next day but the effects the responsibility of being a first responder is very very serious because not only we have to fend for ourselves or we have to protect ourselves, but you know, naturally, but we have to protect the client and the property and how things are going now. God help us all. Amen. So the responsibility is much. Amen. The Bible even says it to whom, to whom, to whom much is given much is required. Now the meaning of that, is when you take on that situation or you take on that responsibility of being, I'm talking to the security guard now, when you take on that responsibility, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. But see, a lot of people, 
they would rather stay on low profile. They would rather stay out of that. But God is calling you higher. I'm going to get to that later. But we're going to jump right now. We're going to take a quick break. The responsibility of being a first responder and not getting recognized. That's what we're talking about today. And I hope that we take this very seriously. When we come back, we're going to be talking about home stuff, dealing with family issues, dealing with COVID-19 in the midst of being not recognized as a first responder. Wow. Next on the Real Ephraim Podcast Show. And we're back. We're talking about dealing with the mental state of security guards. In the last segment, if you missed it, we talked about the responsibility of being a first responder and not getting the credit or not being recognized. So now we're going to talk about this. Doing all that on duty at work and having family issues and dealing with personal issues. Now they say, before you before you go there and say, oh, this is a rant. No, this is not a rant. I just want to open up eyes. I just want to let you know that God is with us. God has the plan. God is, he's everything. Amen. And there are issues in life that needs to be addressed. And this is one of those issues because I want us to be better. I want to be better. I want to be, make sure that everything that I do is right. And I, and and as a security guard, I want to make sure that, you know, I'm not upset or, you know, just I'm not just you, you, my producer looking at me crazy. I'm just saying I don't want to be that guy. You know, there's a lot of people that walk around here and the security game has changed since since 2000. It's changed. It's changed since 2008. It's changed. The security game is different now. You know, a lot of these guards out here, yeah, I'm going to say these guards because that's what it is. They're upset. And a lot of the managers don't know why they're upset. And they want to know why their security is not doing what they're supposed to do. Maybe if the maybe if the manager or the supervisor would get to know Oh, well, I don't want to get to know my security guard on a personal level. I don't want to know my coworker on a personal level because I don't mix business and work. Well, you need to know who's protecting you, or you need to know if y'all get in a gunfight, he got your back. And he don't be the one pull the trigger. Hey, Amen. Come on, somebody. So let me, <laughs> I'm just saying. Because, uh, you know, you got, I'm seriously, because. You know, let's look at this. When you call a supervisor and they don't respond to about three days later, I'm just paraphrasing, but it's happened. Why would you want to come back and work for them? You, now you will want to do everything that you can to piss them off. You want everything you want to do to piss the company off. You would want to get away with everything that you can get away with because they're not adhering to your work conditions. They're not making your job as the ad say, you know, the ad says we take care of our employees and we do this and we do that. And they're not they don't care two bits about you. 
you know, and if they would know where you're coming from and meet some of your demands, maybe we'll have a good work day. Maybe things will go right. Amen. So let's talk about family issues and personal issues now. See, the security guard, remember this, that being doing security, it requires uh, eyes. Observing report, it requires a lot. It requires, you know, watching. It requires, you know, um, seeing things. It requires, you know, make sure you hear this, smell that. You know, it requires that. But if you're in a company or somewhere where you don't want to be or you got some personal issues going on at home, then you need to rectify that. You need to get with God. Now, now I'm going to get 100 with you. You need to get with God because God has put you in a position to get wealth. He's blessed you with a job. He didn't have to bless you with that job. He could have just gave it to somebody else down the street or gave it to somebody around a corner. But he chose you to give you the job and you want to mess it up by coming to work late on purpose, by doing the things that you ain't supposed to be doing. And it's hurting the company. They see you. God sees you. Amen. But let's work on these family issues. Let's work on these personal issues because you need to get your house in order. And the only way you can get your house in order is through God, is with God, is getting God on your team for real, for real. Amen. I'm speaking to the security guard because, of the, you know, security, you know, like I said, we just take advantage. But that God is not saying that. God, God wants to help us. And. He can't help if you if you're willfully doing crazy stuff. Amen. Personal issues. You got baby daddy, baby mama issues. You know, if you co-parenting, you know, you have to rectify those things. And the only way that you can rectify those things is let God take in, you know, have God and let God take in the wheel. Amen. I just wanted to say that because, you know, well, you don't know my struggle. You ain't walked in my shoes. Okay. But, you know, I mean, hey, God is, is saying, like, look, I blessed you with the power to get wealth. And you messing it up. Come on. It's time, saints. Leave your personal issues and your personal Family issues, I understand. Big mama gone. I understand situation situation happen at home. Yeah, I'm very sympathetic towards that. But we have to fix those family issues at home. And the only, like I said, the only way it sounds like a broken record is saying, God, I surrender to you. Get with God. Pray. Take your Bible with you on your post. Read your Bible every day. I don't care if you're reading a Bible verse a day. Amen. It's time to let God and get with God to to dish out those family issues and those personal issues with with with, with uh you know uh you going through baby mama stuff and you know you you know it just it's just it gets old and God is saying look I need you to get with me one thousand not one hundred but one thousand one hundred one thousand is completely surrendering everything to him even your job god i surrender my job to you i give it to you i'm not gonna complain i'm not gonna come to work complaining because i'm guilty of that i'm gonna tell you right there that's that's a sidebar i'm guilty of that complaining at work 
and it looks bad because you have a funky disposition on your face and now people come up to you and say hi and you snap at them and then all of a sudden you like they didn't deserve that but since you haven't rectified your issues your personal drama or your stuff at home you just got a crazy text you know what i'm saying yeah, come and kiss, keep it 100. You just got that crazy text, and now you pissed. And now somebody come over to you and say, hey, can you tell me where the 105 freeway is at? And you like, it's over there. You screaming. The devil is a lie. It's time to get your personal issues. And now it's time to voice that. Amen. Talk to your boss. Pray first and say, you know what, God, I need you to help me to talk to my boss. And I guarantee favor. Amen. God will bless you in that. But you have to get with him first. And then it'll go. Just don't do it on your own. But like I said, we have to work on the personal issues. And we have to work on the family issues. Amen. That is dealing with the mental state. That's that's the mental part. That's the mental and once we align ourselves up with God, the job goes in line. Our appearance lines up. Everything that's owed to us, and that, I mean everything that we're supposed to get, will get will come to us. And there, there go. And then a favor walks through the door. Amen. And there we go. We talking. I mean, we good then. Amen. But we're talking about the personal issues. And the family issues. <laughs> I'm just, I don't want to be so uh, aggressive. You know, I remember that this, I had this partner and he went back and told the boss that I was too aggressive. And I said, too aggressive, but how am I too aggressive when he don't say nothing? You know, I got upset at that. He don't, he don't, he don't enforce the rule. The rule is no smoking, but you let them smoke. And I say, you know, you're not supposed to smoke, but I'm being too aggressive. So we have to watch that. Amen. I don't want to be too aggressive. All I want to do is tell you what God said. <laughs> and God has said, get your personal house issues in order. Amen. Get yourself together. Amen. And your job will fall together. It'll all come together. Amen. I, amen. I, we'll be back in a second with the wrap up. Amen. You may be listening and you want to know who God is. You may be experiencing situations in your life and want to know, is there an escape? There is in his name is Jesus Christ. No matter what it is that we experienced in our lives, the only person that can heal us is knowing that we have a savior. If you let him, he can heal, deliver and set you free. We want to encourage you to get into a Bible-based church and get with God. If you're not ready, then pray every day and read your Bible. That's the holy way. And we're back. I want to talk about something now that is serious. We let you know uh, we laugh and joke, but let's talk about this serious issue real quick. We know we're dealing with the mental state of security guards, and we're talking about COVID-19 and its effect on the security guard and how it's affected, you know, our, our families and our, just our way of life. And COVID-19 came and it's just, it changed everything. 
it changed the way we live, the way we talk, and I mean, just everything. We wear masks now, and you know, booster shots and vaccination shots, and all these different shots. You know, some say it's the market of bees. Some people say it's this and that. Amen. And you know, we're dealing with COVID nineteen, and like I said, it's just it's it's crazy because you know the security guard in spite of all that had to go out and work and feed their families and you know it 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 was crazy because i was one of those guys i had to go out and i had to work in the midst of that and it was crazy it, it was just it was crazy you know it, it it seemed like it was okay and it seemed like oh well this is not you know, coming over here, but it came over here like a, like a mighty Russian wind. And it just tore everything up. Amen. So with that being said, the effects that I have on the security guard is that we, we were responding and we were responders because not only we had to feed our families, but we had to live and, you know, rent needed to be paid and gas, lights, car notes, you know, and just in general, a way of life. And, you know, the whole, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The whole, everything in a nutshell is just in a nutshell is just simple, like, simple to say that, you know, a lot of security guards don't get credit, you know, and they don't get credit. And I said again, they don't get credit because, like I said, we're out there and we're out there observing and reporting. And as much as the hell that we got to go through at home, the hell that we got to go through in our personal lives, if we got kids, you know, if we're trying to find ourselves and if we're trying to, you know, we don't want to get, you know, we don't want to get right, you know, just a lot of different things. And it's very important that as a client, as a supervisor that you let your let your employees know if you if you're supervising employees if you're supervising security guards let them know that you know what it may not seem like it but I have your back and that's it in a nutshell let the security guard know that you know what hey in spite of it all you did a good job bring them a drink Bring them a can soda, you know, just let them know, like, you know what, hey, you know, you know, I, hey, I got you, you know, because a lot of security guards, they don't like the supervisors because maybe because of a race issue, maybe because the supervisor made them feel like they're below and, you know, just a whole heap of stuff. And like I said, the security guard don't want to be there anyway because they got to travel from distances. They're probably working on Sundays. They're probably working on their days and, you know, double shifts and overtime, not getting paid on time. I mean, it could be anything, but you have to let the security guard know, hey, you know what? I got you. I hear what you're saying. I'm going to work on it and keep your word. And then to the security guard, don't be so in fear or think that everybody's out to get you when they're there. You know, ask God. See, a lot of times we don't include God in our uh, in our decision making and we wound up losing. We wound up losing not only just a friend, but we wound up losing a job because we don't let God in our decision making. 
when it comes to security. We think that, oh, I'm working this little job. I'm just a rent a cop, you know, top flight security, Craig, all that stuff. You know, it's just crazy. But you know what? We are important, too. You know, I'm not trying to start no movement. I'm not trying to be, oh, you know, rage against the machines, you know, the man. But it's just we are important, too. Amen. So with that being said, I just want to pray. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for the security guard. If you're listening, I want to pray for you right now. Well, you, that you are listening. I now, you know, I want to let I want to invite you to Jesus. I want to let you know that God has your back. If nobody else don't got your back, God got it. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you and I praise you for this time, Jesus. Lord, God, I thank you for the mindset of the security guard and the supervisors and the clients and the owners. God, I thank you, Lord, God, that you would just continue to shower down your blessings upon us, Lord, God, and keep us if we're working graveyard shift, if we're working uh, day shift, swing shift. It don't matter what shift we work in, Lord God. I thank you for keeping us, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for us being able to observe and report, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. No matter what people say about us, Lord God. No matter what people may look at us and say, God, God, I just thank you for a job. I thank you, God, that you've given us the power to get wealth. That's in Deuteronomy eight and eighteen, Lord God. You've blessed us to get the power to get wealth. It doesn't matter, God. God, I thank you and I praise you for doing it right now, Jesus, for binding all hurt, harm, and danger that may come our way. We give you all the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Bless our families. Lord God, bless the families of the supervisors, Lord God, the families of the owners. Lord God, just bless them all, Jesus. Lord, give them a double portion for their blessing. Lord God, that they go going out and checking up on their upon the employees, God, let let them bring a good word to them. Uh, Lord, you got this, or you're doing a good job. You know, just Lord God, word the mouth of the supervisors, Lord God, to the to the employees, and Lord God, do it word the mouth of the employee to the supervisors. God, I thank you right now, and I praise you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. We give you all the praise, on the glory, in Jesus' name. We pray, Amen. Listen. I thank you and I praise everyone. I praise God. Amen. But I thank everyone for listening. Amen. The, the, the dealing with the mental state of security guards. I thank you for listening. Amen. I pray that you were blessed. I was blessed. Amen. I tell people security is the most legal legalist. That's not, that's not a word neither. The legalist hustle you can ever have. Security is the most legalist legal money you can ever get. If you was doing something le- illegal, this security company, security guard, security is the most legal is job you can have. It's observing report. It's legal money. It's a paycheck every month. Oh, and Lord God, the people that's working in dispensaries trying to get that fast money, God, cover them right now in Jesus' name. Uh, I tell people all the time, I say, you, I, people tell me, they, you know, I talk to a lot of armed guards and they tell me they never worked a dispensary. I say, don't lie to me because everybody in their lifetime has worked a dispensary of some sort cash only. And if you haven't, don't do it right now because it's not what it is like it was Amen. So it's not safe. But if you need to make your money, I'm not telling you just to go work in a, a weed shop. I'm not telling you that. But if you got to make your money, if you got to do what you need to do, baby, I pray God cover you 
right now. <laughs> In Jesus' name. This is the real Ephraim, Pastor Cervante Ephraim, signing out. Y'all have a blessed one. Y'all be safe. We're listening. <laughs> You're listening to the Real Ephraim Podcast Show, where we deal with real people, with real situations, and we serve in a real God. I am out. <laughs>